Hey, it's Mike Boyd. This is Monday to Monday, and we just were joined by Danny to the side here. And we um, spoke about Surf Gang. We spoke about his involvement managing some of the producers in Surf Gang, as well as working with Sony and BeatStars. Um, check out Goner Prod. We talked about him a lot. And I don't know, what what else did you, were, you, were the highlights for you, Danny? Man, everything. All of my management clients, Kalari, Dave Monroe, Goner. Gianni, Surf Gang, man, it's it's everything. Beat Stars Publishing, um, being on this podcast with you is great, man. And uh, yeah, you know. hell yeah. And you also gave a lot of tips for producers and managers starting out. That was actually really key. So if you if you have some questions, DM us, but also just just tune into the podcast, pay attention because you know we're trying to help people out who are trying to like look for some tips and advice, you know, from people who aren't necessarily too far ahead. Some people are way far ahead, but Whatever stage of your career you're in, like we're just we're just talking music, so tune in. Yeah, man. There's always more to go. I'm just getting started, so you know, hopefully my advice can help. Hell yeah. I think it was really good. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. I just told Richie we rich. Where you at right now, man? Right now, I'm on I'm on Fire Island right now. I'm on a little little beach vacation. Crazy, taking a vacation in the middle of all the turn up. Surf <laughs> gang's on fire, man. I'm never really on vacation. I'm just taking a vacation for my my actual my day job, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel that. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. For everyone listening, why don't you do like a quick, like literally 15 second intro? Because I got a lot of questions, but you know, yeah. just tell people who you are and like what you're working on. Yeah, so I'm Danny Kramer. Uh, I manage a bunch of producers, um, and I also am the A&R manager for BeatStars Joint Venture with Sony Music Publishing. Um, so I'm basically right in the middle of a pretty crazy world of producers on on both sides, and it's been been really exciting, man. It's a blessing. Hell yeah. Yeah, congratulations on everything going up, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's definitely Yeah, man. So I want to talk surf gang. You know, for everyone, for everyone watching or listening, you know, you manage some of the people in Surf Gang. I know there's a lot of people in Surf Gang, but um, who all do you manage in Surf Gang? So, yeah, I guess first I started managing Garner Prod back when we were in both in college. Um, we met back then. It's been sort of a steady build. Um, and then more recently, I started co-managing Evil Gianni. Um, and, you know, obviously he's the, the leader of the group. So so through him, I've been able to work with all of them and and, you know, develop some really cool relationships there it's exciting to see you know everything they got going on man it's been, <laughs> been a crazy month yeah it's been a crazy month it really it's been a crazy week yeah, um crazy. yeah and this this will go up on monday so it's real timely um yeah. but yeah talking a little bit about goner like what what college did you guys go to so i went to kenyon college in gambier ohio middle of nowhere and he went to oberlin college which is a slightly better known school in ohio um so we both grew up in New York City, though. So we sort of grew up in, in similar circles and didn't actually know each other in New York. And then when we got out to Ohio, I went to go visit another friend of mine who I also manage, Gabe Monroe, um, who also went to Oberlin. He introduced me to Goner and, you know, the rest is history, I guess. Damn. OK. Yeah. So you're young then. You When did you graduate? 
I graduated in 2018. I was a year late. I took a I took a year off after after freshman year because college wasn't wasn't quite for me at the time. Came back, finished up, got out of there. I'm now I'm 26. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, yeah. If for anyone like watching or listening, Goner is like one of my favorite new producers. Um, also, Evil Gianni for sure. But yeah. I've met Goner and I've been in the studio with him, so I could talk more about him. But uh, I love the sampling he's doing. And I know, I want to know your opinion, man, since you actually work with Sony and yeah. do more of the professional side of things and then more of the underground New York side of things. Like, what's your opinion on all the sampling Goner's been doing? Man, I, I feel like for a long time, I was very sort of like focused on the way things are supposed to be industry-wise. Like, oh, you got to clear that sample. Everything's got to be right. You're going to get in trouble. And then it just, you know, you're not really. Once a song reaches a point where the sample maker cares and they want to take it down, you're up by then. So there's people who are willing to help you with that clearance process. And if you're just a, you know, producer who's starting to make a name for yourself and you want to make the best work possible. And if for you that involves sampling songs that you know might not actually get cleared, you can sample that. You can put it out on the internet. You can put it out in a way where you're not monetizing even and just have it be out in the world for people to digest and, and see what you're able to do. And if that song blows up, the label will come in and try to help you clear that sample if they want a piece of it, you know? Um, so it's it's tricky. You know, you might, I, I've seen a lot of situations where people sample the wrong thing and, you know, people aren't willing to clear that sample on a moral ground or, or something where it just won't work. But by that point, by the time that song comes down, it's already done what it needs to do in terms of, you know, building your name, building your sound, building your history, your legend, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's some good advice that a lot of people need to hear because even when I was in the studio with a producer recently, they told me like they were sampling someone, I forget who, and they said they wanted to, you know, maybe work with that person one day for real. And I was like, you know, if you ever want to get on this person's radar, do the sample. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you almost get to work with people. It works, man. I know, you know, for, for Gianni. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know for Gianni, there was, you know, he, he sampled a Drake song and Drake liked what he did with it. And all of a sudden, you know, that's a relationship that's able to exist for him. So, you know, really all the way up, it's, it can be scary. You know, everybody, I think there's a lot of people on the internet, especially saying, don't sample, don't sample, make sure your samples can be cleared. And, and that is good advice. You know, like in my, in my publishing job, if we're sending out beats to a major label for a placement with an artist, they'll often say, Hey, we don't need, you know, we don't want any samples in this. It's gotta be no samples, no loops you know, because they don't want to deal with that clearance process. But if you're just doing your thing on your own and you're trying to create a sound for yourself, it's it's silly to limit yourself, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, I tell people, I always tell people, actually, please don't ever give me a sample. But that's because I deal with like Fortune 500 brands and I'm exactly. like putting music in their TikToks that they own, you know, so they don't want they don't want the sample business. But yeah if you're just making music and trying to get a name for yourself and you know do what you need to do um hell yeah so yeah the surf gang what'd you say you could still own a good piece of a song even after a clearance you know it's like if you make a hit song right you have a number one song let's say even if you own 15 percent of that song after you clear the sample that's still a good chunk of income for you on the publishing side on the master side so you know yeah, it's pretty to own 50% of your publishing or whatever it is, but if you got to do something else just to get 
get where you want to go. Don't be afraid to do that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I actually, I managed a producer too. And, uh, Richie South, he, um, Love he it. did a sample on Playboy Cardi's last album. Um, the last song. Yeah. Feel like dying. I think is what it was called. And, uh, I love that song. I love that sample. That was like the first sample Richie's ever done professionally. You know what I mean? Like for an album, it was pretty cool. Yeah, man, that song's amazing. And that's just goes to show like, you know, Richie's somebody who's obviously at a, at a super high level and you know, there's a sample that works. You can place on a huge album. It can get done, you know, and it's a great song. Yeah. We got it done for sure. Um, yo, so what'd you say? Shout out Richie, man. Oh, shout out to Richie. Thank you, man. Richie works really hard and, We've been working together for, I think, six years or something like that. So yeah. more to come, bro. But um, Surf Gang, man, the Surf Gang Volume 1 album, like what's your favorite track? Oh, man, that's a tough question. That's a really tough question. It kind of changes every week. Um, I mean, Cinderella, I think, is one that obviously shows the versatility of the group and shows how all these different sort of you know, maybe disparate elements can can fit together into a really cohesive sound. Um, I think Crash Landing might be my my personal sneaky favorite. I think Cardo's one of the one of the more bass dudes out here on this planet right now. So I definitely love I love that song, man. Um, Party's great. Whoa, the video for Whoa just dropped. Um, definitely go check that out. Uh, Mosquito that that transition um, into Mosquito is one of my favorite things Goner's done. <laughs> that yeah. one little second of transition is is great to me. Um, but I don't know. I have trouble. I have trouble choosing, but it's kind of all I, I don't know. It's a blessing to work with something that is all you listen to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. I like Cinderella too. I think my favorite at the moment, 6am, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that song, but yeah, it's crazy. Cause you know, me and Gary V, we have our playlist and, uh, I put surf gang on there. I put polo, polo T on there it's pretty much every week now, but, um, appreciate you i move it around you know what i mean like it's never at the top lately because i try to put the newer songs at the top and highlight some people who need the extra spins on their records but totally when i do listen to the playlist i always go to those tracks myself you know like because they're so good like you said i listen to them all the time um that's cool man and outside of surf gang talk to me about beat stars and i noticed when i sent you this email invite you work with my dude uh adrian huh yeah, man. That's my guy. Adrian is like, you know, one of the first people to really give me a, a big opportunity here. I consider him, you know, my, my big mentor and nothing but love for Adrian, man. I actually, when he was over at EQT, I was working underneath him. So I had a little bit of peripheral involvement with the whole Richie business. So that was, damn. yeah, man, I've heard a lot of those beats. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I was um, right after I graduated high school. I was talking to Adrian, you know, looking to, to get a job at um, at Payday with him. And, you know, obviously that that hiring process didn't work out, but maintained the relationship and started working with him on his management business, um, you know, working with Molly Raw and Bugs Ronin um, and just sort of getting to jump into both. This is while he was an ultra. So sort of seeing how the publishing business works, how the producer management business works. Um, and at the time I was, you know, had it in my head that I wanted to go work at a label and now I realized that that just wouldn't have made sense for me. You know, like my, my brain is really wired for, for producers and for publishing and not necessarily for records and, you know, chasing the hottest artists. It's like just seeing those people who are a bit more behind the scenes and helping them get to the front. 
Hell yeah. Okay. And yeah, um, for anyone watching or listening, Adrian on Instagram is nonstop underscore Adrian. Uh, if Adrian, if you're listening to this man, which I hope you are, because otherwise you don't you don't support the podcast, bro. Um, shout out to you, man. Really appreciate everything you do for everyone, everyone in the community. You know what I mean? Adrian's always like connecting dots. Oh yeah, number one dot connector. Number one. Um, sure. Cool, man. Well, yo, uh, I know you're like in Fire Island, not working at all, taking a break. Understand. <laughs> Man, I was on the phone until like midnight last night. Honestly, <laughs> it never stops. It never stops. Um, tell us, tell us what's next. Like, what are you excited for? I mean, this week, man, we're launching. Um, we're doing a big launch on the BeatStar side. So we partnered up with Sony Music Publishing, and this is the first time that Sony's had just an open enrollment admin offering. So anybody can sign up. It's sort of, you know, you can I guess use SongTrust as sort of an example of a similar structure where you can sign up online anybody's allowed to sign up one year admin deals 80 20 splits and it's open to the entire community and it's running through BeatStars. so you go into BeatStars, you go into your back end beatstar studio there's a publishing portal and you can sign yourself to sony music publishing essentially through BeatStars and have all your tracks administered by you know the number one publisher in the world through the number one beat marketplace in the world so you're able to get you know a situation that allows for you to move in an industry way and collect your money in a, in a, you know, at a high level and also still be a part of that online beat leasing, beat selling world, um, which a lot of publishers I think are kind of scared of. Um, so it's, it's a pretty beautiful offering, man. It's been, it's been a year in the making. We've been signing a bunch of producers to our roster sort of behind the scenes. And as of a couple of days ago, it's now open to the public and anybody can sign up. So if you're a producer, an artist or, you know, uh, an engineer, somebody who's got publishing splits and wants to con- collect on them, we've got the home for you for sure. So this is our big, our big launch week this week. Damn. Okay, that's exciting. Wow. It's congrats. Pretty, thank you. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's been. Yeah, it's insane. It's like to be able to, to see the the level of work that comes off of our platform and be able to help, actually collect the back end for these producers. It's a lot of people who have huge cuts that they might not even know existed that might have gotten ripped off their YouTube or, you know, might be a beat stars lease that exceeded the terms. Um, you know, ever since, ever since old town road was a $35 beat stars lease, man, it's like people realize that there's a really incredible production on there and it's, it's possible to do both be an industry and an internet producer, so to speak. I love it. Um, cool, man. And yo, this, this podcast is now sponsored by Sony. Um. (laughs) oh god Uh, (laughs) okay cool man yo congrats on that and everyone listening please check that out especially if you're a producer and if you have questions about it you could dm me mike boy jr on instagram dm danny dm any any of us i'm I'm on instagram at lebron underscore cranes i love it Oh my God. Well, yo man, uh, last, last, last moment. So a lot of people who listen to the podcast and watch, they're trying to get tips, you know, cause a lot of our, a lot of our viewers and listeners are emerging artists, managers, starting out producers or people who are just interested, you know, like you were in college one time, you know, it's like, you're kind of like, dang, I like the music industry, but how do I fit in? Um, 
what type of tip do you have for any producer out there? You know, like anything you've seen someone and you wish like you were like, Hey, you know, here's, here's a quick piece of advice. Like if you're in the studio with someone, what would you say? Um, it's a a couple of things. I think the main thing, man, is, is don't try to, don't try to be someone you're not. Uh, I see a lot of producers trying to, to hit certain sounds or hit what's cool, but you know, I think, I think the producers that do the best are people who have a sound in their head that they want to get out and they work until they're able to get that sound out and they, and they push that sound until that sound is what everybody's paying attention to. You know, I think that that's what surf gang has done. They've been sticking with the sound and just waiting for the rest of the world to catch up. So I think it's a, it can feel like a rat race, you know, to, damn, I got to get this placement. I got to get that placement, but it's just network, you know, a network horizontally instead of trying to always go vertical. And, you know, and by that, I mean, see who's on your level of, you know, development, I guess, who's in the same place as you, who's around you. Stop trying to always reach for that high level placement that everyone else is trying to reach for and work with your friends and work with people who make you feel like you're, you know, doing something meaningful, I guess. Um, Cause a lot of times it can feel like you're just shooting stuff out into the ether as a producer and nothing's really happening. But if you can find the sound and, and really develop that and, you know, if you're producing online, it's like you can do the type beat tagging and find artists that are similar to your sound and still sort of use that method to get your work out there. But having your own sound is really a key. And for managers, believe in yourself and, and work with your friends, man. Like all, most of my clients are, are people who I was friends with before they were on, before I was on. And it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to all sort of reach a point together where we can look back and be like, damn, we were in college and these beats sucked, but now these beats are amazing and, and everything sort of, this is what we said we were going to do, you know? So, so just, yeah, believe in yourself and don't try to, don't, don't be Icarus, man. Don't, don't try to reach for the sun when you can just have a nice steady ascent. I love that. Yeah. I love that, man. There's so many, so many gems you just dropped, but yeah. And like what you just said, everyone's beats get better for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I've, I've been around uh, a lot of the biggest name producers in the game right now. And I remember when they were starting and the beats weren't that good. You know, I'm not going to name any names, but like, you know, the biggest producers and the biggest producers, some of them, you know, they used to give me beats like 10, 15 years ago and it was whatever. And But I saw the potential and everyone gets better, man. Everyone gets better. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's what it is, man. I mean, and for a producer, like there was a time when I was in high school, I was trying to make beats and they sucked and I stopped and I went and did the business side of things. Cause uh, you know, I didn't have that, that like long-term patience, I guess. So being able to like, you know, just really stick with what you're doing is, is key. Yeah. And I should clarify, it's not like their beats were bad. It's just, yeah. everyone gets better. You know what I mean? You get better. You have a sound that, you know, like, I mean, Garner will tell you he's, when we were in college, he was making beats that had the same vibe as the beats that he's making now but they just weren't as polished because he hadn't been producing as long. And now you hear his beats now and they're incredible, but they, they haven't changed. He hasn't, you know, gone outside of himself and tried to be someone he isn't. He just stuck with what he's doing. And, you know, look at him now. Same thing with my boy, Doc Daniel. We were in college together. I, I think I might've rapped on the first beat he ever made. And now he's, you know, signed to Sony and working with some of the biggest artists in the world. So it's really like, just keep your head down and keep grinding, man. I love it. And the piece, I got a comment on the piece you said, uh, work with people who are like your equals, like horizontal. Um, 
That's even in business, man. I had so many conversations the last couple of weeks. It's like so many people have these big ideas and these big dreams and that's cool and that's fine. And that's important too, but you got to execute, man. Like, like you can't be a producer and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to keep making beats for Kanye and keep sending them to Kanye or future or thug or whoever, like you got to be executing. You got to be putting stuff out there. You know, you just, you got to be shipping your ideas and your products, man. Yeah, man. And, and you can work with, you know, let's say your producer wants to get your beats to Kanye, work with your friend who you know is amazing. And maybe one day your friend will be writing for Kanye and bring your beats to Kanye. Like, it's really like that happens. It <laughs> happened on this album. It's going to keep happening forever. So it's like, you know, if there's people around you who, you know, can reach the level of these people you're, you know, desiring to work with, just get to that level with the people who are next to you. And then you don't have to, you know, break down so many doors to, to get where you want to go. You can, you know, have a team with you and break them down together. I love it. All right, man. Well, yo, we're going to end it there. Uh, thanks. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for taking a break. This is a blast. Hell yeah. Yo, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And if you want to reach out, if you have any questions, if you want to follow up on anything we said, first of all, go to 1.37 p.m. on Instagram. It's spelled out O-N-E-3-7 p.m. You could DM me, Mike Boy Jr. or you could hit my guest. Where should they hit you, bro? Hit me on Instagram at LeBron underscore Crames. I'm there. I check my DMs. I'll respond to you. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah, spam this man and let's go. Spam me, let's get it. Check it out, 1.37 p.m. Hey. I just told Richie we bitch.